we we were coming over uh, down by the the edge of the Himalayas. And we lost an engine, and uh, so we had to fly into Calcutta. And just before we landed, I decided to take the prop off a feather and see if it'd start, and it started. Even though it was nothing but smoke, but at least it gave us two engines to land with instead of one. Then they would have to replace the engine, but it, uh, and I guess it's, uh, we, uh, <clears throat> we had one real, real neat story. We had to fly into what's called Cox Bazaar, and it's on the Bay of Bengal. It's right at the edge of Burma, and it was a uh, British air base. It was a, uh, oh, trying to think of their little fighters that were so, so effective that they had. It was, uh, anyway, they were a single engine fighter and we were coming in for a landing and the tower signaled us to, uh, they, they threw a red light at us and told us to circle uh, the edge of the runway because the fighters had to take off. It was a, an emergency. And uh, so we were watching them take off and, and they, they don't have cement runways, they're corrugated steel. And uh, they were in the sand on the edge of the Bay of Bengal. And so the pilots came running up and their helmets and everything were in their planes. And they were mosquitoes. Or no, Spitfires, they were Spitfires. And uh, all the pilots got up and here came the last of the pilots out and he put his helmet on, crawled in the plane and the engine wouldn't start. And uh, the Lord works in mysterious ways when somebody shouldn't fly. So he grabbed his helmet, got into another plane, and that caught on fire. So he pulled the fire extinguisher in the engine and put the fire out. He got into the third plane, which was still in, in a row, and, and it started up fine. He started to taxi, but in the meantime, his front wheel had slid off into the sand, so the plane nosed over this way. So you could see him say a few profanities. He threw his helmet down and got out and walked back to the ready room. So there's something tells you that he must not have been supposed to have to, flown, uh, to fly that day. So it's just really but three planes and had trouble with every one of them. And, I, and I've always thought about that, that he had a heavenly body watching over him. Yeah, wow. We never did find out what happened or where they were going, but we went ahead and landed and our squadron commander went in and took care of the business he had with uh, their group commander, I guess, then we went back to our base. But that's, uh, and then we've been, we were flying, in fact it was the day we were flying back to, uh, uh, to Madras, India, and we were in heavy clouds. And all of a sudden we broke out of the clouds and here was a PBY, that's a, a, a version where the, the engineer sits between the pilot and co-pilot, it's a Navy plane, and it's a pontoon plane. And I guess we didn't miss that plane, I'd say maybe 100 or 200 feet. We just, just went just like that over the top of them. So here again, we were being watched over too, so that uh, you just never know on some of these goofy things that can happen to you. Wow.
but anyway. Yeah, it's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I, and I, in fact, I was flying the plane at the time, and and uh, I'm glad I was on a level flight because it just, uh, it just, uh, it was right there. But they, we, we just went right over the top of them. Did you have radar? You didn't have Detectors. anything. No, you, the only only thing you had in in the uh, you had a. Uh, a, a beeping system you could turn turn into the tower you were going to and, and as long as you were on course it would beep and then the the weak weaker the the beep got the further out off you were so that was you could always set yourself our our homing tower we could set set that the minute we'd get in and then it would beep right into the uh, we had we had one pilot and uh, he liked his schnapps quite bad. We'd go to Calcutta and load up with supplies. We'd probably be there about an hour or so. And he'd come out and, and uh, pretty heavily boozed up. And, and uh, we'd, he'd take off the plane. And then he said, okay, I'm going to put on oxygen. And I'll call me when I get to, the, to our base. <laughs> and so we'd... Something different world, <laughs> but anyway, we had no troubles that way. But I guess you know, I, I think you know, just uh, minor things that happened. That uh, you know, the uh, the thing that I always think about is my patriarchal blessing and how important it is. And when we got to Bombay, we got off the boat and we went into. Uh, meet with a fellow that was going to uh, assign us to different bases and uh, when he saw where I was from by my serial number he could tell he said well did you go to Emerson school and I said yes he said so did I and uh, he said well, where do you live and I told him over on uh, Logan Avenue and so he says, well, we're almost neighbors. And, and so he said, well, you know, he said, I was supposed to assign you to a squadron that's had heavy casualties. He says, I'm not going to do that. He says, I'm going to assign you to uh, the 89th Air Service Squadron, where there's very little action. There'll be all kind of flying, but very little action. And I just think, you know, here's your patriarchal blessing coming in and, and watching over you. So you never know. <laughs> <laughs>